Mama. I don't have Terry. He don't have Mama. Knock the TV. Pizza. Mama. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bat Squatch Podcast. It's just another day in the toilet paper apocalypse. <laughs> oh, I hope that uh, you're doing well in the toilet paper apocalypse. <laughs> Yeah, it seems that uh, gasoline is the new currency this year instead of toilet paper. At least in, uh, well, Florida, I guess. (laughs) So, uh... It looks like uh, the media and Hollywood and everyone is taking UFOs seriously now. Did you guys see the 60 Minutes interviews with the pilots from the Tic Tac video? This was when the uh, Pentagon admitted that UFOs are real. Then they said, well, we don't know where they came from or anything about them, but they're real. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Look, the, the, you, that, the, the Tic Tac UFO or UAP, right? They want to call UFOs UAPs now. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. <laughs> that UFO, it hovered 10 feet above the ocean for about a month. It sat there for a month. Okay. And then the Navy said, well, we better go check it out. (laughs) After an entire month. Right. What really happened? Well, it sat there for a month and somebody at the Pentagon said, "Um, well, we're going to. We're cool with UFOs now, so go check that out. And the order came down, right? The UFO sat there for a month in order to raise, to raise consciousness, to raise the consciousness of Everyone in the world, okay? 
and to bring in the age of Aquarius, the golden age, all that stuff. It sat there for a month, okay? A month. And then the Navy went and looked at it. Then it did all sorts of maneuvers that they can't do or supposedly can't do. The public naval program or or the public version of NASA. You know, we can't do those type of maneuvers. The black budget versions of the Navy, Air Force, and NASA, they can do all that stuff and, and more. They have craft that can do 20 times what the Tic Tac video or the Tic Tac UFO can do. Billion times over. It's... <sighs> It's, it's, it's just crazy, you know, but if you, <laughs> if you watch the 60 minutes video, who was it with, uh, with the two Navy pilots, um, Dave Fravor and Alex Dietrich, they describe all that, you know, chasing the UFO and using the most advanced technology we have to track it. And they got it on film, okay? It's on film. It's not some weirdo, you know, in the desert <laughs> or in his backyard. This is the U.S. government, the Pentagon, who filmed the UFO, Okay? And it got leaked to the New York Times and and on and on. And then that forced the, the Pentagon to admit that UFOs are real. Okay? So it's ridiculous to make fun of someone who believes in UFOs because the Pentagon, <clears throat> the U.S. government, says they're real. And just recently, conveniently, after the 60 Minutes interview, Obama said, yeah, those UFOs are real, yeah. So, <laughs> so the Pentagon says UFOs are real. The U.S. government says UFOs are real. So why not start studying UFOs and the history of UFO sightings and all this sort of stuff. Why not get it, start getting into it? You know? <clears throat> Buy some books about the history of UFO sightings and all these sort of things. Google it. Start studying these type of things. You know? <clears throat> and, you know, learn more about this type of stuff. And what will happen is it'll lead you to the true history of the Earth. You know, that, that, that aliens have been here before. The Earth has been... The Earth has had uh, human alien colonies on it. 
in the past, you know, and most of your religious figures in history have been um, associated with these alien, uh, these human alien societies that came here on this planet and created cities and uh, gave the human people knowledge about how to do different things and interbred with them and all sorts of different things like that. The thing you have to realize is that when these things happened, this realm or this planet or whatever you want to call it was in a higher dimension. It was in the fifth dimension. It was in the fifth dimension. Uh, it, it, was in, it was in the fifth dimension and the fourth, the higher fourth dimension. Eventually it came down to this <laughs> this third dimension, okay? Um, when you read about the true history of the earth or the true history of society, you'll go back to the Sumerian tablets, the Egyptian Book of the Dead, these type of things. And you'll find that all the stories and characters in the Bible are in the Sumerian tablets. That's where they come from. And they were not gods. They were aliens, human aliens. Yahweh or Yahweh was an alien. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you take away, look at it like this. <clears throat> if you take away organized religion, you've got the same group of characters reincarnating or, in other or um, You've got the same group of characters or uh, human aliens who are immortal and just uh, giving themselves different names over millions of years or hundreds of thousands of years. They change their name every 3,000 years, 1,500 years, they change their name. And do all this miraculous stuff, you know. And people would be like, wow, this person is a, a god of some kind. And, you know, and they'd worship them because they could do different things. But they could do these things because they came from a different planet that was a million to a billion years ahead of this planet we're on now. Okay, <laughs> and some of them um, were have traveled back in time, you know, and things like that. Look at it from that perspective. Take away organized religion, you've got the same basic, like, 
you know, six or seven people or six or seven aliens who are immortal, uh, who have just given themselves different names throughout history. But it's been the basic same group of people, of uh, human aliens who have been worshipped as gods and worshipped as um, <clears throat> savior-type people throughout time, you know. If you read the Emerald Tablets, you'll see that Toth says the exact same thing as, as Yeshua. Identical same things. Because it's the same person, okay? <laughs> it's the same person. Just with a different name in a different time because that person can't die. That person's immortal. You know what I mean? And um, if you want to know if religion is a lie, and it is, all you got to do is leave your body, like I always say, whether that's through meditation or ayahuasca or uh, magic mushrooms, um, leave your body and you'll see all this stuff for yourself. Then you'll realize that there really is one consciousness. You're just a miniaturized version of it with individuality. And there really is no death. You just go to a higher dimension, you know. <laughs> Things like that. You can reincarnate if you want, you know, different stuff like that. But uh, there really is, there is no hell. There is no devil. There is no judgment. The creator can't judge you because the creator is full of unconditional love. The creator doesn't judge you. It can't, won't judge you. Just gives you options. Says, you want to do this? You can do that. You all, you have some karma? Well, you don't have to reincarnate to, take, to get rid of it. You have these options. Stuff like that. Because you are it and it is you. Okay? <laughs> That goes for everyone and everything. <laughs> Even the gods and goddesses and everything in between. Everyone, every spirit, every ghost, every alien, <clears throat> everything. So the one the one is the all and the all is the one. Right? You are the creator and the creator is you. You're just a miniaturized version of it inside a body. And then there's higher versions of you in the higher dimensions. Okay? And I want to switch to a different uh, concept real quick. Um, you can't go to a conspiracy theory um, website or blog or, or or even a podcast without hearing about the uh, the, the the vaccine passport, the vaccine all this type of stuff, you know. Um uh <clears throat> So I just want to say really quick 
that um, everything everything is an illusion and the government the government doesn't give a fuck whether you live or die the vaccine itself isn't good isn't going to help you <laughs> you have to help yourself through natural means the government never gave a fuck about you they hate you the government hates you they don't like you they never have they have the worst track record in history when has the government ever implemented something of benevolence that would help everyone we all know they could have but they never did right they're putting chemicals in your water chemicals in your food why can't someone who eats salads lose any weight because there's chemicals made from corn byproducts in the salad dressing itself there's chemicals in the salad there's chemicals in food that has zero calories in it and people wonder why they can't lose any weight the government doesn't give a fuck about you the democrats don't give a shit about you the republicans don't give a shit about you people are raging raging against the machine as long as it's their version of the machine my version of the machine is okay your version of the machine is evil no 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 my version of the machine is good and your version of the machine is evil then let me drop something on you real quick the machine is evil the fucking government is evil and they hate you okay Democrat government hates you. Republican government hates you. Do you understand? The vaccine is not going to help you. You have to help yourself. Meditate and get out of your body and see the truth for yourself, okay? Nowadays it's Instead of rage against the machine, it's obey the machine. Obey the machine, okay? Democrats, obey the machine. Republicans, they obey the machine. Both parties, they obey the machine, okay? We need to unplug the machine and blow them and get rid of the machine, okay? <laughs> now, When I say machine, I'm not talking about the band, okay? Because, oh, and by the way, why hasn't Rage Against the Machine criticized the government? 
When has that? When? When? Are they, when are they gonna say something? They, they're not. Okay. What the machine is, is AI. It's artificial intelligence, but it's alien artificial intelligence, and it's ran by aliens. The all-seeing eye on the pyramid is is AI. Okay, on your dollar bill, that all-seeing eye. That's artificial intelligence. That's what talks to you when you go to church. That's what the Holy Spirit is. That's what talks to you most of the time. That's the machine, and it's actually a machine. Okay, <laughs> it's actually a machine, and it's ran by aliens who want this planet for themselves. But they're being kicked out of this planet. The other version of the Holy Spirit is you is your higher self talking to you. Okay. So, but most of the time, when you go to a cathedral or a or a building and assemble yourselves, it's the all-seeing eye, the artificial intelligence that's talking to you. Because if you leave your body, you see the all-seeing eye, and you get up close to it, you see it's a machine, and there's people. There are aliens inside of it, working and doing things, and and it'll tell you, get on your knees, worship. The devil's coming around. The devil's all this. The evil's coming to get you, and all this sort of stuff, right? And it's the exact same building, and exact same thing that you see when you go to church. Identical, same thing. You think Freemasonry is is good? It can be for the average. Person for public, public Freemasons do some good stuff. But what you don't see spiritually within your lodge is what you actually should be afraid of. There are bad spirits and bad entities in those lodges messing with you. Not in every lodge, but in some. Major lodges. You think founding fathers of this country didn't know about these type of things, or or didn't embrace some of these negative ideologies within Freemasonry? Maybe they maybe they let some of them go towards the end of their lives. Most of their lives, though, they were part of these. They were part of this structure and these machines. The machine, okay?、Uh, that AI, that artificial intelligence, has been here for millions of years, millions upon millions of years. When you have a spiritual experience, you see things. It's the AI showing you stuff. <laughs> Don't believe anything. Don't believe it. Question everything. Question everything. Question the vaccine. Question. Question the government. Question history. History is a lie. Question it all. Do out of body meditation, and go and see the real truth, the real world for yourself. Okay. I'm just saying to you. That the government 
The Democrats and the Republicans don't give a fuck about you. And they never have. Okay? Every president is an Illuminati member. Illuminati Freemason member. Every one of them. Okay? Just keep that in mind. Don't participate. Stop voting. Stop voting. The government has never been your friend. Ever. Ever. George Washington, he wasn't your friend. Okay? The Magna Carta was an evil thing. It's not a good thing. These are control systems. Control systems, okay? Religion, government, entertainment. It's all a distraction. It's all set up to keep you away from spirituality and psychedelics where you see the real truth. It's, and, it's, and it's designed to keep you inside your body. Don't go out of your body. You might see the truth. You might see the real world, the world that you came from, okay? So just remember the government hates you. They don't give a fuck about you, okay? Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. This shit is fucking it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? How many people are dead now? The whole the whole trick, the whole trick was to make you believe there was some kind of virus so you get the vaccine so that you die. Down the lot, down the road. Or you're no longer human. You're some kind. Of, you're a you're a different version of yourself. You know what I mean? Different. You got different. You got different DNA. You, I mean, you still you're still human. You just got different DNA, right? And they're gonna say, well, you know, you you know, whatever you know scheme they come up with. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the way do you get the way you can fix that is through meditation. Get out of your body and say, look, okay, get with your your higher self, your spirit guides, the gods and goddesses, and say, look, I got I gotta I gotta change my DNA back to what it used to be. And they'll say, okay, well, this is how we could do it. And they'll give you thousands of different options on how you can do that. Okay. I don't want you guys to worry about the uh, the vaccine, if you've already gotten, if you've already had it injected, the way you can get, you can fix it if you want to, is simply to get out of your body and ask for help. Okay. The whole, um, the whole universe and the dimensions and everything is 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 uh, set up um, for you. to be able to get help, to ask for help, okay? But you can't get that help if you don't have spirituality or, or some access to the spirit world, okay? You need, it, you need to access that, and you can access it through meditation and psychedelics. <clears throat> 
and different uh, different modalities, really. You know, sun gazing and different things like that. There's different modalities to access the spirit world. Once you are able to do that, you, you ask for help, and it's given. You know, you don't even have to... Uh, you don't even have to do anything like that. All you got to do is simply ask for help. Ask your spirit guides, divine team of love and light only. Ask Archangel Michael. Ask the, the spiritual masters, the ascended masters. Ask them for help. Just ask for help, okay? That's how this whole thing is set up. It's set up for the higher dimensions to come down and help you if you ask for help. Okay, uh, the concept of demons and stuff is a lie. They're just entities who exist in the fourth dimension. They're not evil. There are negative entities that exist. But the, the biblical or religious view of demons is a lie. They're just entities who exist in the fourth dimension. Some exist in different higher realms. The goddesses and the gods of uh, Wicca, witchcraft, and, uh, magic, sorcery, all this stuff. Um, they're not evil. They never have been. Um, there was an idea I thought of the other day was that all throughout the lie that is history, they, they, demon, they demonized um, uh, witches right and said you know they're evil we need to kill them and everything and <clears throat> well don't you think that those are the people who are who have access to <clears throat> to higher knowledge you know shamans witches and people like that uh, <clears throat> they're always trying to kill them get rid of them right <clears throat> There, uh, witchcraft existed before religion. Witchcraft exist, existed uh, um, before the United States, before uh, Europe. It existed millions of years ago, and it'll be here long after the United States is gone, modern society's gone. It'll be here long after religion is gone. It'll be here long after governments are gone. Witchcraft and shamanism will always be here because those are the ways that you find the truth about reality. And those are the ways that you're able to control the matrix or control reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? The majority of, um, of literature says that the guy, uh, Yeshua or Isa, was a, uh, a sorcerer or a magician, a wizard. And that's the guy that they based the Bible off of. And he was able to do a lot of that stuff, but he did all that stuff with a wand, a druid wand. Okay? <laughs> there are murals of uh, Yeshua or Isa or Jesus, whatever, 
outside the Vatican and he's holding a wand. He's holding a wand, okay? So just, <laughs> come on, you know? Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Jesus, Jesus was a practice witchcraft and sorcery. So they demonize it throughout history and say that it's evil. But that's how he did things. But he was also a yoga master and a meditation master and all these different things and an avatar from a higher, higher dimension who could do these things naturally, but still needed to understand the Egyptian school of magic, the Druid schools, the Tibetan schools, all this stuff. Had to go through all, all this stuff. You know. <laughs> so they don't want you doing that. They don't want you to be able to do that. They want to still make billions off of med uh, medical and bills and all this stuff. They don't want you using a wand and curing yourself of some ailments or something, right? They don't want that. That's no good. You know, they need they need you as a customer, right? So just think about that stuff. Just remember the government hates you. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, <clears throat> magic and different things like that. Uh, I wanted to talk about some crazy cryptid um, stories. Uh, and uh, <laughs> get into some uh, some cryptids. Um, I came across this one that was really interesting. It was um, <clears throat> it was uh, it's kind of like this Bigfoot creature. Um, the a lot of people <clears throat> had reported seeing in Arizona. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the one thing was is that the thing is this uh, Bigfoot type creature is just gigantic. You know, it was um, <clears throat> it was between, between like 10 to 12 feet high. That's how tall it was. 10 to 12 feet. And they called it the Mogollon, Mogollon, I guess, Mogollon. <laughs> and uh, the first sightings they were in uh, 1903. Of course, of course, Native Americans have but um, uh, <clears throat> one of the first documented uh, sightings was in 19, the 1900s. People were seeing it. People were seeing it a lot in the 1900s in Arizona. Seeing it quite a bit. Different people hiking and um, <clears throat> different people uh, going on horseback rides and things like that. They'd see this giant Bigfoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and. Uh, <clears throat> It was taller than they were, uh, and they were on a horse, you know. Um, then one guy, he saw he saw this Bigfoot uh, in the Grand Canyon, and <laughs> what he saw was this 12-foot-tall Bigfoot. It had uh, two dead mountain lions next to it, and it wasn't, 
this is the weird thing, okay? <laughs> it wasn't eating. It wasn't eating the, the mountain lions. It was, it was drinking their blood. Isn't that freaky? You know, I mean, <laughs> it's like, what in the hell, dude? It was drinking their blood. You know, is it, I mean, has, has everything been wrong all this time? And are, are Bigfoot's really vampires that can shapeshift, you know, into people? You know what I mean? <laughs> is, that the, is that the vampire's true form, right? This giant Bigfoot, you know, because it was drinking blood, like on Twilight, like on Twilight, drinking animal blood, right? I consider myself a vegetarian, me and my family, because we only drink animal blood. It's like, yeah, until you smell human blood, then you go crazy, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, this Bigfoot was drinking the blood of these mountain lions. And this dude saw this stuff, and he's just like, holy shit, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> I guess he came back and wrote and reported it and everything. And, uh it was it was documented, so I guess he was like some I don't know important person or something. But uh, then there were then there was a, that was in like nine, I think it was in nineteen oh three. Then the next documented sighting was in nineteen forty, and that was in Payson, Arizona. Um, <clears throat> I think it was like an old farmer or something like that. Um, but the what's the the mountain Apache Nation so I guess the yeah Apache Nation in Arizona <clears throat> they have said recently that the the Magolan Bigfoot or <laughs> vampire Bigfoot creature, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is, <clears throat> it looks like a Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, the Apache nation in Arizona has said that they've been seeing this creature everywhere on the reservation. They've been seeing it <clears throat> a lot in the past. I think it was like the past, oh, maybe 15 years. It's been everywhere on the reservation. Think about that for a second. <clears throat> is it a skinwalker? Is it a is it a shapeshifter? It drinks blood, right? <laughs> Are vampires really shapeshifters? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> if you have watched the let's see, the fourth. I guess they say like the third and fourth and the new fifth season of the sci-fi channel's television show Van Helsing, <clears throat> then you know <laughs> that vampires are in fact shapeshifters, but only gifted ones with unique DNA or unique family lines, right? You guys look at the the character in Van Helsing of uh, Bathory, 
Bathory, right? Uh, that character, her family line was gypsies and vampire hunters. And they had a psychic, naturally, natural psychic abilities. So they would do tarot readings and things like that. So you, you're, she, the family line is a psychic, um, a gypsy, and a vampire hunter. So what happens? <clears throat> what happens when um, uh, Dracula turns her into a vampire? All of a sudden, she has these like a billion different gifts, right? She becomes like a she. Oh, she becomes an oracle, a super. Uh, uh, someone who can see the future, but then, but they also she has, she's able to shape shift. She's able to shape shift, and what does she prefer? She prefers vampire blood over human blood. But she doesn't need to drink it. That's the whole thing. She doesn't need to drink it, and she has super speed, unbelievable strength, everything, right? Because of her family line of vamp- of uh, gypsies and uh, psychic gypsies. So, <laughs> and then uh, the main character of Dracula or, or Lilith, is able to shapeshift as well. Um, oh, and and um, the character of Bathory also has uh, uh, magic. She can do magic, sorcery, natural sorcery after she becomes a vampire, right? She's able to have all this knowledge about uh, witchcraft, magic, sorcery. And I'm, I'm talking about Harry Potter type stuff. Controlling the elements, controlling uh, physical matter, doing anything she really wants, you know, stuff like that. So it's really interesting. So if, in fact, the Mogollon is a is a vampire, it could easily shapeshift into a <laughs> into a person or a Bigfoot. You know what I mean? It could be ancient, you know, and that could be the original vampire on the planet, right? <laughs> could be a Bigfoot because the uh, uh, true history of the planet uh, says that the Bigfoot were brought here during the times of the dinosaurs uh, by human aliens and uh, and then about a hundred thousand years later human people were brought here by human aliens as well so It's possible. It's a possibility. You know what I mean? Uh, But yeah, the Apache Nation, they've been seeing... They've been seeing it. The tribal police have seen it. You know, and they've been getting calls from from, from, um, people on the reservation. That they say, look, there's a a Bigfoot here, you know, (laughs) on my property. You need to get out here, you know. And it's... It's it's huge, ten to twelve feet tall or so. You need to get out here, and I guess some of the tribal police have seen it. So, um, 
but it's interesting that it's on it's on the reservation you know to me that would suggest that it's it might just be some type of shapeshifter you know because it drinks blood it drinks blood come on you know <laughs> okay let's get into another shapeshifter <laughs> this one is called a rogaru and this one is kind of like a uh <clears throat> It's, it's like a, uh, like a werewolf, right? This one comes from Louisiana. And there's, there, um, there is a story from Canada, though, that says that the Rogaru, they say that the Rogaru comes from the, what's it called? The Loren, Laurentian? Laurentian, I guess, yeah, Laurentian Mountains in Canada. And it's been there since uh, before the pre, okay, so before the pre-Cambrian explosion in evolutionary biology. This is what some of the people in Canada are claiming. Um. <clears throat> And that would make a lot of sense. And that would coincide with the idea that uh, the Bigfoot were brought here, you know, millions of years ago by human aliens. But uh, that's a theory. Um, Most people have seen the Rogaru in, in Louisiana. And they say that it is a, a human person that's, you know, has been cursed by a voodoo person or that it, Or it has been, is it a, per, it's a person that has been cursed by a Native American shaman for being destructive to Mother Nature, okay? But, in either account or either way, they say that the curse lasts for 101 days. Then this, during those 101 days, this person uh, turns into a... A werewolf, you know, with the human type body and a, you know, uh, and a wolf, wolf type face, and goes around killing animals. And you know, um, some accounts say that it drinks blood. Okay, <laughs> some people have seen a rogaru drinking animal blood. Other people have seen rogarus eating animals just ripping the flesh right off them after they you know they kill the animal first and then just tear the flesh right off and they say like they're they have an unquenchable desire for flesh animal flesh you know stuff like that you know (laughs) um they say that you know uh, you can kill you can kill a rogaru with fire and salt, I think it was. 
Yeah. Um, they can be killed with fire and salt. But they say that after the 101 days that the Roguru... The curse doesn't end. It, it just transfers to another person in the event of human blood being shed, right? One drop of blood can transfer. It doesn't matter if the blood lands on a person or not. Just if a roguer is there and somebody gets a cut or something, the curse transfers to the person who whose blood was uh, shed. You know what I mean? So then the roguer's curse is lifted and then goes on to that person. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it ends... It ends when somebody draws human blood within in the presence of the Roguru, you know, and uh, kind of reminds me of that um, that Wolfman movie with uh, Benicio del Toro and uh, Anthony Hopkins, I think it was. Kind of kind of similar, you know, um, but. Uh, <clears throat> There was a Rogaru sighting in 20... Was it... I think it was in May. Last May. May of last year. Um, in Louisiana, like a man and his kid saw one. I, think, I can't remember what they were out doing, though. They were like... Uh, I think maybe they were out in the swamp hunting or something. But they saw one that was last year, so. <laughs> uh, and they say that um, the rogue, every third child can become a Rogaru or somehow will come into contact with the curse. You know what I mean? They say that's kind of hereditary. Um, you know? <laughs> and. But it, it's interesting because it's it's a different type of werewolf than you had in in France. You know, a lot of people uh, in Louisiana are from uh, are descendant or descendants of uh, French um, people, people from France. You know. So it must have, it might have already been there, maybe, or it just developed. I don't know, but it's interesting. They, they also say that if you look in the eye of a Rogaru, that you'll you'll become one. You know, <laughs> um, that's a one way. You know, that uh, it happens. You know. Um, <laughs> So, the Rogaru, it goes around at night trying to lift the curse or going around, you know, trying to find something to eat, you know, <laughs> basically. From the accounts of what people have said, it goes around at night looking for animals to either drink their blood or uh, tear the flesh off them and eat them, or maybe both. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why not? You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta wash it the you gotta wash it down to something. You know, 
Um, I think one of the cool things, though, would you be able to drink out of a, a freshwater river or pond, right? You wouldn't have to worry about having a life straw or a water filter. You could just drink right out of the pond, you know, because you're a wolf. You know, you're a werewolf. So you don't got to worry about that stuff, you know. <laughs> so that's one advantage, you know. Think about it, you know. Once, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, if you don't want to drink the blood of the animal, you can go to a pond or a river and have them get you a drink, cold drink of water. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, you're in the swamp, you know, Louisiana, you know, that's, that's, you can drink the swamp water, you know, and that's where a lot of people have seen these, the Rogaroos in the swamp, in Louisiana swamp, that's where the most sightings have, um, have happened, you know, and, um, you can, you can see it because it has, uh, a lot of the time the Rogaroo is wearing human clothing, right, it's got on a shirt, <laughs> you know, it's got on uh, some form of a human clothing on it, you know, and some, but sometimes it doesn't. But that's a, a really a, kind of a unique thing that it has, you know, is that it wears, hum, it has human clothing on it, you know. Uh, but majority of sightings have been in the swamp in, in Louisiana, you know. And the Rogaru is kind of kind of localized to that area, so uh, who knows? You know, I mean, it's a, it's an interesting cryptid, you know. Because uh, does anybody really know what it what it really is? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure a lot of people do, but it's just uh, it's unique. It's a unique cryptid because. You know, it, it it's 101 days, and then it transfers to somebody else, right? But in the meantime, you know, you're on a pretty, you're eating pretty good at night, you know, and uh, <laughs> you get to drink uh, fresh water from wherever you want in the swamp, you know? You could kill an alligator if you wanted to, you know? Well, alligator couldn't mess with you, you know, uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? And all the creatures in the swamp, they're like, oh, shit, Rogaru's coming through, man. Get out of the way, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, you could really, you know, they're, they're, I mean, I'm sure it sucks. You know, it's torturous and everything. But, you know, look on the positive side, you know, of, of it. You know, there are some good, pretty cool things and advantages, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, Rogaroos, people have seen it in Louisiana for, oh, I guess, 200 years or so. And most people say that, you know, it's a werewolf. And it looks like a werewolf. So, I think it's a pretty cool cryptid, you know. And they say the way you can stop a Rogaroo from any, entering your house is to put 13 items in front of your door. Because, for some reason, it the number confuses it when he gets to the 13th um, item. It's just like, for some reason, the curse um, um, messes with it, uh, the number 13, you know. So that's one thing to consider if you're going to move to Louisiana or, you know, 
is you're going to buy a home, put 13 items on your front porch, and you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I hope you like this podcast. And if you do, like and subscribe, share this podcast, check out my Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Um, And don't worry, we're in the age of Aquarius and things are going to get better. And just uh, keep a positive mindset and smoke as much weed as you can. Um, drink a glass of red wine or two a day, uh, meditate every day, um, go to the gym, you know, um, and, uh, don't take everything so seriously, you know, everything is an illusion and this realm is going to change pretty quick, okay? And remember... Don't forget the dark chocolate. Okay? All right. Take it easy.